magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Touch Arcade Show. Welcome to Touch Arcade Show. It's been a minute. It's been a month, I think. Has it been a month? Uh, close to it. I think the first time we missed was like when I was doing something for Thanksgiving, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah. Or Black Friday. I don't I don't know what's happening. I don't know you what reality is. You to go fight some people is. in the Walmart parking lot. Well, uh, no, I was the person being fought. I was like, uh, <laughs> it was like I was Neo in the burly brawl scene of the mm. second Matrix movie. Yeah, that sounds uh, like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've we've been missing some shows, mostly because of me, because uh, I've been moving back into the house. Um, I think today marks the three week I think I've been back three weeks now. You have a, fun- um, a functional toilet? Functional toilet, two of them, in fact. Wow. And uh, yeah, things are going great. Happy to be home. Man, did that improve everyone's mood a lot. Mm. Although we're still dealing with some annoying issues of uh, getting settled in. This My overhead light is creating this crazy lens flare that's driving me. Crazy. Yeah, I get like a post-it note for a sunshade for the camera I know. is that like on the camera itself no if i see if i block the light okay it's, it's gone i need i do need a sunshade maybe this i'm gonna like this is the magic of my bouquet of flowers on my kitchen table <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah we're still i mean getting settled in and uh one of the biggest problems is um our main living room, the one that used to be a garage, the one that got hit by a car, um, still doesn't have flooring. Oh, and nice. uh, <clears throat> so we've got the entrances to that room baby gated off to keep the kids out of there because it's just kind of like become the like pile. Concrete. It's concrete. Oh, yeah. And then like wood stairs um, that are like just plywood stairs right now. So they're like splintery and dangerous. But um. And that's also become like our catch-all room from getting the rest of the house sorted out. So it's just ah, filled yes. with junk. The junk room. I'm very familiar with the concept. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's been a struggle, but it's been going well. Happy to be finally be home after a year. So, well, do you want to start the actual show, or oh would yeah, you consider this the actual show, and I can just use the audio from the beginning. Sure, I don't care. Okay. This is yeah. Let's call this the show. There are no rules. It's the end of the year. We can do whatever we want. Oh um, man, I've been living in house hell for the last uh, week or so. Ever since it got so cold down here, like uh, uh-huh. things in Tennessee just are not built for like sustained sub zero temperatures. Yeah. Um. And my my personal hell has been. Um. Last year we replaced the furnace and got one of these like mega super duper efficient ones. You know. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. um. I guess the side or I don't know that one of the things they do is create a lot of water vapor in the 
the way that it like burns natural gas or so i don't know so so mm-hmm. you know before it used to just kind of be a dry uh exhaust and now it's like a, a very like moistury sort of exhaust i don't mm-hmm. know the guy told me this was like part of the you know drawbacks of the super high efficiency stuff right mm-hmm. so problem is like so i've got this big exhaust well not big but it's exhaust pipe that goes outside that you know in a mm-hmm. normal world like when it's not super cold out like that would be kind of like hot steamy air coming out right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. problem it problem was it was so cold out that like the the steam was just condensing immediately inside of the pipe and it runs all the way back down and then it's supposed to like come out the same mm-hmm. pipe that like your air conditioner uh con- con- condensed water comes out right yeah yeah the problem is that fucking freezes all mm-hmm. the goddamn time mm. and um when that happens, like I just get all this water uh, and it mm-hmm. trips up the uh, float switch on my furnace, which turns the entire thing off with no warning. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so that's so you wake up freezing. Basically, yeah, I wake up freezing. I need to go outside with my heat gun and heat up this fucking pipe that's just filled with like skunky water. And then get my shop vac out and suck out all the water from the bottom <laughs> of the furnace. So, then, so from my understanding though, is that this is super abnormal for Tennessee, yes. like this kind of cold. So it's, it's like, nobody's just, really prepared for this sort no. of thing. And this sort of thing wouldn't normally happen any other no. year. Yeah, not at all. And you know, like the, the thing is like this, this would be an easy solution if I could just uh, get like three feet of that heat tape stuff that you put on pipes to keep it from freezing and mm-hmm. just plug it in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. with this crazy storm, that shit is like sold out nationwide. Like I have some coming mm-hmm that I ordered on Amazon that's supposed to be here in January sometime. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, hang in there. (laughs) You know, you know what the best part part is? Uh, No one's going to learn any, anything from, from this. Uh, No, my experiences from Texas have taught me anything. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, I know. I was going to say you're in Texas, which, uh, you know, has their own set of issues with weird weather and uh, infrastructure. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 No one's going to, going to deal with any consequences from this. So it's good news on, on that front, Eli. (laughs) <laughs> well uh so the way that people heat down here is well so we're kind of an outlier in that i have gas heat because we not very many houses have natural gas service here for whatever weird reason mm-hmm. um so we have an actual like real deal gas furnace whereas most people have a heat pump system which mm-hmm. in normal tennessee weather where it never really gets too cold and never really gets too hot like that is the ideal thing to have Mm Because it's kind of like an air conditioner that can just work in reverse when it needs to more or less. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very, Mm -hmm. very energy efficient in the right temperature range. But when it gets too cold, it's not able to extract heat from the air. So it has to use this like effectively turns into like an enormous uh, like electric space heater at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, the result of that was rolling blackouts for us (laughs) on like uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and stuff. And um, that was really cool. Uh, I don't, you know, it, it honestly like wasn't really that big of a deal. Cause like they were just doing like, uh, 15 minute intervals throughout the day. Like your power would be mm-hmm. off for pretty much exactly 15 minutes, which yeah, you know, was annoying, but it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, what didn't really impact me one way or the other beyond like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to screw around on my steam deck now instead of watching the movie I was watching. Right. Um, but, uh, but man, you read next door and it's like people, are have lost their fucking minds over the fact that like they lost power twice in a oh God. and it's it's joe biden's fault isn't it oh yeah it's everyone's fault dude it's, it's joe biden's <laughs> fault it's aoc's fault it's green new deal's fault it's uh electric yeah. cars uh yeah. all this other stuff like it is just it was just unbelievable how 
people apparently just spent their Christmas being mad on Nextdoor. Which is like, you know, that's a, a cherished pastime. Truly <laughs> bizarre. Finding. And what's crazy is like the people like going after the power company people because uh-huh. like, I mean, dude, oh, oh, and and there was like this extreme naming and shaming of like plumbers and stuff that uh-huh. uh, were charging uh, extra to come on fucking Christmas morning when it was, you know, like negative five degrees out. Like, yeah. a, but just ask yourself the question, like, you know, you're at home with your family enjoying Christmas. Uh, yeah. Someone calls you because their fucking pipes burst. Yeah. And are spraying water all over their front yard when it's mm-hmm. negative five degrees out on Christmas morning. Like, how much more would someone need to pay you to get you to fucking go deal with that? Right. right? Like, right. Because for me, it would be a lot. <laughs> a lot more than that. Yeah. And and I feel like most people would be similar. But man, if people are going off the wall about all oh, these greedy price gouging plumbers, I can't believe that <laughs> and HVAC people. I can't believe they're not at my beck and call at 8 a.m. on Christmas morning, oh. which finally also fell on a Sunday. <laughs> finally, someone's taken down big plumber. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been it's been a week, but but now it's sixty six degrees outside, so we're back to yeah. normal uh, winter. So I don't I, I don't know if I have any complaining about my state, except the fact that uh, we're in our new house, which has remodeled bathrooms and kitchen, which means all new faucets everywhere. Everywhere, and in California, they only sell like low flow stuff. Like oh. you can't like you'll go on Home Depot and be like, oh, I like this faucet, and it's like cannot ship to California. I'm like, what? Interesting. And so um, the result is that like our water pressure, which was amazing before, it's just adequate now. It's not like, you know, we'd go to hotels sometimes for GDC or something. And it would be like, like, okay, that's done. Yeah, that shower does nothing for me. (laughs) Like Um, it's not that bad stream (laughs) shower. (laughs) Yeah, it's not it's not quite that bad, but it's definitely like not as good as it was. You got to get do you remember the the Seinfeld episode where Kramer is selling yes. black market shower heads. That's yeah, what one do. that blasts them away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to go find some of these selling uh, shower heads out of their trunk. Or whatever, I mean, I'm but... sure I can just buy one for you here and ship it to you. I mean, I, I, we Probably, don't... I, I don't want to get caught up in that ring of black market <laughs> uh, uh, shower heads, but I I've actually seen, I think there's um there's like YouTube videos. That's like, how do I fix my house's water pressure? And it's like, Oh, you go in and you take out this like nut that's like, mm-hmm. you know, doing something and then it's fine again or whatever. So yeah. I haven't really explored that option. And like I said, it's not like bad enough that I'm like bummed on it, but I'm definitely it could be better. It could you be seem to find a black market plumber. I, that's true, too. Yeah. Out of state plumber. <laughs> Will you cross state lines to come fix my water pressure? Yeah, for the right price. Yeah. So what's going really on in the world of Carter is what I want to know. Yes. I, yeah, you know, I'm I'm on the dark I'm on the dark side of PR. Uh, mm-hmm. been there Does about... that mean you only post on the dark web? Yes, uh, yes, you can only <laughs> only find me. Uh, you have to yeah log in through Tor, uh, VPN, <laughs> Carter uh, Onion dot and a bunch of numbers. Dot thoughts dot gov. You know Creed that's thoughts. how you, that's how you get it. Uh, no, yeah, I've been been just I've been down here in San Antonio. I moved back like in 2018. Got the PR mm-hmm. job gonna move somewhere else 2023 but i've been saying that for well i've been saying yeah i'm gonna move at some point but then it's like well what am i gonna do next my career then there's a little thing called COVID happened and yeah i don't know i might where, move back to, where would someone back else... to chicago might move mm. somewhere i think i'm gonna move somewhere in the midwest she moved like to tennessee it's too much tennessee, i like cheese curds too much and great. i hate texas summers i can't i i've decided i'm done with texas summers mm. well i you know we both like chicago so yeah i don't know 
You can come That's move cool. in with me. Yeah, move in with Jared. That'd yeah, yeah, I'll, that'd be yeah, a good reality sure bring, show. I'll make sure to smuggle some, uh, smuggle some, you know, good shower heads, uh, yes, various, <laughs> plumbing accessories. You could have a, like I... a, a real Mr. Belvedere situation going at your house. <laughs> <laughs> what I've always wanted. <laughs> yes, I'll I'm not going to be the one to accidentally sit on my own nuts, though. That's going to be you, Jared. <laughs> no, yeah, probably. Um, how was uh, how was your guys' Christmas? Fine. Christmas. I don't know. Do go anywhere, do anything. We went to Lindsay's parents' house, which was in Kentucky, in the middle of the polar vortex. No, no. Um, um that's cool. funny that you mentioned that. I, I have a theory that whether people are like making up more menacing sounding names for things that are pretty normal to yeah, make it I don't sound know. like I mean, I definitely get this vibe, and I, I don't know. I mean, Carter, I'm curious how you feel about this living in Texas, but like Seem like we're having an awful lot of these things that are only supposed to happen hundred every hundred years, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like every time one of these happens, it's like, oh, it's a hundred year storm. It's it's fine, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, I feel like we just had one of those. So, yeah, I feel well, that like, was like it, this last this last weekend was the same here where they were like, I forget what they called it, but it was some really funny like death storm or something, and um, they were like flash flood warnings all day on my phone, and it's like been there's just a very light rain. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be be like some of column A, some of column B that, you know, that because we have we're t- tied into like social media and 24 hour news and we, yeah. we see more about, you know, various catastrophes all over the world. But at the same time, it's like. Like, when, like, it, like, I think go back to the Texas freeze, like that was the first time that it ever like snowed, like in every single county, all all oh, at yeah. once. Like, that's like, mm-hmm. that's a like, OK, that's that's abnormal. <laughs> that's that's abnormal and like abnormal for like our our normal normal uh, uh operation which is where everything is abnormal there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you know, when we were in kentucky uh it snowed so hard so quickly across pretty much the entire state that um they were using that uh like statewide cell phone emergency message mm-hmm. thing to just wow. say the highways were fucking closed like i've never wow. never experienced that before but it was nuts but then i looked on twitter um you know just like searching for like the highway numbers they were saying were closed and it looked like like being on hoth man like just like <laughs> unbelievable um because they, they like don't have snow removal equipment right and no one's equipped right. to drive in snow and yeah. there's all these highways that are these big trucking um you know thoroughfares and they're on you know reasonably steep mountain kind of roads and the trucks were just kind of like getting stuck going up like they couldn't go up anymore Mm -hmm. and then we just Mm -hmm. kind of slide sideways and block Mm -hmm. the entire highway and then like six cars would hit the truck and then like (laughs) the next truck behind it would do the same thing yeah it looked it looked unbelievable like the amount of cars that were off the road and in accidents and everything else i just seems crazy to me wow disaster film but yeah so i just stayed uh i stayed warm drank a lot of beer and played a lot of vampire survivors on the steam deck Mm, um, man that game that game I kinda, that... I, i'm kind of burning out on it though i think yeah um because i'm at the point where um i've beaten uh pretty much everything that's not like a super grindy thing like mm-hmm. i'm at the point where like the unlocks i have left are like survive 31 minutes in every every map mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all this stuff and she's like yeah it's a little like six hour time commitment to like get to the, yeah. whatever the next phase of the game is which i just i don't know I, I've seen a lot of people do that where they're like when the iOS version came out and they're like, oh, man, I just like 100 percent of this thing on 
on PC and I cannot do it over yeah. again. Like I love this game. I kind of want to, but also like it's a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I had a really good time with it until I just kind of mm-hmm. did everything that was reasonable to do, which you know took me days and days of playing the yeah. game that cost four dollars. So it's like, yeah. how mad can you be? I guess. I, I think that's I, I prefer that because yeah. like um you know it gives you a nice feeling of like okay I'm done with that instead of like well I could just keep playing this forever I feel like we get so stuck in wanting like replay value or whatever yeah. Yeah. um that it's kind of nice to just be like okay I feel satisfied and done with that well so um, on on the app store front this year around the holidays it really seemed um well so this is the first year that I know of anywhere where they didn't close app store connect at all and I think google Mm -hmm. play console is always open but like um i think the result of that was it didn't really ever feel like we hit that big like all right everyone hurry up like rush and get your shit out because it's going to be closed on the 22nd and you're going to be fucked for 10 days and like it it really what what used to seem like almost a holiday i don't know like event like a rush seem fair to call it that where (laughs) yeah no it totally was it's like big rush to like all right so like let's look look at the calendar so like usually it would be like the week of christmas so like the Mm -hmm. like the either the thursday the 14th or or i'm sorry wednesday the 14th or wednesday the 21st would have like just an onslaught of game Mm -hmm. releases remember Mm -hmm. and this year it seemed like that kind of didn't really happen at all no i didn't even do a a game roundup for this week because there was like five games or something like that and um yeah i looking back over the years too it would be like oh like grand theft auto liberty or you know my city launched on december 20th or something like that it was like it would always be like a really big surprise Mm -hmm. cool thing that would launch right before christmas and it it was really fun like like infinity blade came out right before christmas and a bunch of other stuff like that but this year just like I guess Vampire Survivors almost was like the the big probably, holiday yeah. release because that was when was the Game Awards like early December something like that December tenth I, I think yeah December eighth so, eighth but anyway yeah it's um it's not like it used to be in a yeah. lot of ways um but I did always look forward to that December sort of rush and then <laughs> now, honestly, it was always like, surprises too of the games that I play I didn't really even notice like the like there used to be like a lot of emphasis on like holiday theming you know it's like oh here's mm-hmm. the Christmas update and stuff and mm-hmm. I don't know a lot I, of I people doing that didn't notice yeah. that this year either it's just sort of weird how the holidays seem like they kind of just got ignored by Mm-hmm. like you know game devs that used to i mean god remember back in the day like you'd update your your phone somewhere sometime between like thanksgiving yeah, and new year's like and like 30 everything <laughs> would have a christmas icon uh-huh, and, like uh-huh. some santa hat unlock and like yeah. all this stuff and it's just like i don't i don't know what happened to that or is that maybe I a think, china but, thing you wonder it, well china i think thing? i was I gonna know. say i think it's just an international thing that mobile has really I, the U.S. isn't like the main place anymore, right? Mm. And so I don't think they get catered to as hard as they used to in the earlier days. And I think the rest of the world maybe isn't as keen on like Santa Claus hats or whatever. So I guess I, I don't know. Godless heathens got it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It just it's just strange how it just seemed like business as usual, like just another day in the app yeah. store. Which I, don't... I was surprised. Um, I was waiting for it to be like the big just before christmas surprise release sort of thing mm-hmm. uh no man's sky because that oh, has yeah. been supposed to be coming out on ipad this year and mac um and it didn't and i don't think they said anything about why or if it's delayed or what um but yeah i, I was expecting that to kind of launch 
around the holidays to be like the big, oh my gosh, this is on an iOS device now, holy moly, and gets huge promotions in the app store and stuff. Yeah. But that did not happen. So Yeah, I don't know. So did you guys watch uh, the Game Awards? I did. This year? I did. The, yeah. the Keeleys. I thought, I, thought Keeleys. I was thinking it's so funny <laughs> how it's like the Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. But the most of the awards were given out like during the pre-show. I know. <laughs> Uh, I know. And this like extremely fast, like rapid fire, like super, like I don't know, just like oh, by the way, most best mobile games, Marvel Snap. All right, it's got to commercial. See ya. You yeah. Know, like, give me the <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. bye. A lot of the and it's it's like you okay, so like mobile, like it gets the shaft. Like that's not super surprising, but it was like a lot of other things too. And then not even just the pre-show, but during the actual show, sometimes it would be like. Okay, we're gonna give away the award for this, and then here's the nominees. They wouldn't even read each nominee; it would just flash it on the yeah. screen and be like, "Here's the winner, cool." And nobody well, accepts an award or anything. I'm also. I guess you run into time issues, and I get that, but also yeah. it just feels way less special to um, let like the God of War guy just go nuts for eight minutes in his speech, <laughs> and then yeah. everyone else has to like not well, even get to accept an award. I'm curious how much the God of War guy just like totally ignoring all the cues to get off the stage. Oh, for sure, um, resulted in them being like. Oh God! Like, how many things can we can we skip uh, now? Can we yeah. skip or condense or anything else? For sure, else? that I don't yeah. re- I don't remember where it was. I did remember seeing that. Like, they think they had to shorten some stuff up, like specifically because of because of his speech. And it I'm sure on, on so long. Uh, I think they had like pretty hard uh, hard cutoffs. I think they like they that was in like movie theaters as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. You would have to get done by a certain time, but oh, they really um, would play in movie theaters. That's weird. Yeah, they're being broadcast in like IMAXs or something, or maybe just regular theaters. Huh. Yeah, there was a whole thing about you can go see it live or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I think like Jeff Keighley tried doing that for uh, like Summer Games Fest as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could like, yeah. go go watch them in a theater. Well, I, th- I when it when it was all said and done. Um, and they were like they the the post the days after the show they released the PR that was like oh there was seven billion views or something like that, um, which is super impressive. But also like I'm like curious how they get to those numbers because this thing was being broadcast like in a dozen different places. Yeah, and uh, I don't really know. I'd love to know how they arrive at those numbers. Well, so what I found with Arena Valor. Um, mm-hmm. remember when they were kind of trying to lean yes. into their esports thing in a big way and would send out these mm-hmm. like press releases that said, like, oh, we had 87 billion people watch the finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way they got to that number was when you loaded the game, the first mm-hmm. thing you saw was it loading that stream, right? So they were mm-hmm. they were basically throwing in like every session of their game as someone mm-hmm. that had, had was allegedly watching the stream, even if that person like loaded the game saw two frames of the stream and then just click yeah. close that yeah. counted as a view so i wonder if there's not similar sort of like funny math behind like that's what numbers. i was thinking and like they broadcast it on steam too which i thought was kind of interesting and then they were giving away steam decks and so i yeah. like tried to i tried to watch to see if i would win one so i had like a browser with it running in steam but the the that uh stream was kind of jank so i was watching it on i think youtube in another browser or something yeah. And um, yeah. so was I two viewers? I don't know. Yeah, every Just time I rebuffered up, that's a new viewer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, but it's I cool. Mean, I, I I like that the game awards exist. Like I have a lot of nitpicks about them, but also it's like a pretty amazing thing that they can put that show together and that it is kind of like a high profile yeah, thing for gaming. I don't know. I wish they could kind of do a format that makes more sense. Maybe make it just like an hour longer or something like that. I don't know. And like actually like make it an award show that also has announcements because yeah. like it really just seems like it skews so heavily towards the announcements that like even yeah. just calling it the game awards seems a little silly. I it reminds me of um WrestleMania every year they do like the the Slammy Awards and they do it the night before and mm. it's just one night of just giving awards out and there's like a few other entertaining things or whatever but it's mostly just about the awards and then the next yeah. day is like here's WrestleMania so I feel like they could do something similar where it's like okay the first like two hours is um big announcements and stuff like that or maybe like a an hour pre-show where they hand out a lot of awards on stage or something so like the people that want to watch actual awardsy stuff and watch speeches and things like that can but the people that only tune in to see like uh game reveals and stuff like that can watch the the latter half or whatever yeah um i just feel like like it's it's the emphasis on the awards is too little is my my nitpick it kind of seems like that's what they were trying to do with the pre-show thing but it was yeah so fast you know sorry sorry yeah I remember when I saw Rush, what they did was they put they like played like all their songs from like their most recent album in like the middle of the show. So that uh, was the that was the point when you could you could go go get, get a your, beer, get your beer, go get your merch, <laughs> yeah. merch, and you know, and all you're missing is stuff from, from Snakes and Arrows, which is a fine album, but you know, you know, Carter needs drinky. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> that's what the Game Awards you do. Yeah, yeah, you know, have some you know, have some big reveals for for the backs to get people to to, to stay mm-hmm. tuned in. Yeah. Uh, you know, but have some stuff in the front. Then yeah, yeah. Then just oh, you know, load the uh, load, load all the actual awards like in the the middle. Be, let them let them talk and let keep people and make make people sit through them and stick around for you know the next, yeah. whatever next big reveal there is. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no other. I even there's... watch it live. Oh, I just where'd Mikhail come from? <laughs> when did you get here? <laughs> he got here a couple minutes ago. No one seemed to be saying anything. Well, my I, my window was so small, he wasn't showing up in the little uh, thingy. Hey, Mikhail. Um, yeah, I uh, I other award shows don't do stuff like this though, right? Like the uh, the Academy Award show isn't like yeah, re- here, let's, trailer let's reveals and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's a weird thing for games to do that. I think too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like. It's like, yeah, imagine if, like, yeah, you go to the Oscars, like, okay, yeah, here's all the, the best movies of 2022, but now here's what's coming for 2023. It's real weird. And I guess, the, I guess games also have, like, you know, like the Dice Awards, which are more of the, I think, the more prestigious uh, mm-hmm. uh, thing. You know, the Game Awards is more of the, you know, like consumer show. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. It's, it, it, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah um well of the of the announcements you guys have any that kind of really stick out as like oh shit i'm like really looking forward to that uh there uh, when i was watching there was and nothing comes to mind now i don't remember any names of games but i remember there was a few things where i was like yeah it does feel like forever ago i'm kind of i'm kind of excited for the the dune awakening mmo just because like Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's going to be nice to try out an MMO that isn't World of Warcraft, I guess. And maybe it'll be yeah. less of a disaster compared to like New World or uh, some of the other ones. I'm not a Dune up. person. I, it's a maybe good I'm universe. I've, I've never watched the Dune anything, which I, I oh. my one of my good friends is super into it. Well, and so 
if you want a outstanding audiobook to listen to on a on a road trip or something like that, the the, mm-hmm. the best audiobook I've ever listened to is the there's a Dune audiobook with an ensemble cast. And mm-hmm. it is like it is like listening to like a old school like radio show. They put no like way. so much effort. It is like so well done. It is unbelievable. That's awesome. I feel like if every book on tape was like that, I, that's I would listen to that shit like 24 hours a day. Um, yeah. So super yeah. duper highly recommended the Dune Dune Ensemble Cat. It's probably the one that comes up first when we search Audible for Dune, but like just make sure it's the yeah. one that's got like 10 billion people in the credits because that's the cool one. Um, <laughs> some stuff about Diablo 4. Uh, oh, right. I don't know. That might be good. Maybe. I think this is you know? like the make or break game for Blizzard. And it seems weird to say that, but like it, it kind of to me feels like pretty much ever since the reveal of the first Overwatch They've been in this like really weird spot where it's like before it sort of seemed like Blizzard was the kind of company that uh, anything they made, I would Mm -hmm. play and be excited for and enjoy. Right. And then like after Mm -hmm. that, I just kind of got a little I don't know who they're making these games for kind of kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if Diablo 4 is, you know, a return to grace for Blizzard or if it's like super free to play it out and stuff. I It doesn't. Sound... I don't the think they will go that way. I don't think. Is the beta live now? I think there, there was a closed something access because a friend of mine uh, who played, who played, they had, they had, I think they had two of them and he told me the after the whatever story stuff was in the beta, he said this is basically Diablo Immortal tier stuff. So he's like, I am not buying this right now. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Because I, I don't know if you looked at the editions which they have. There's like 70, 90, and 100 dollars, I think, or it's 70, 80, and 100. Yeah, and the 100 dollar like edition tiers. has, yeah. yeah. So the 100 dollar edition has like premium battle pass season one with 20 tier skips and all that stuff. So I mean, I didn't play much of Diablo 3's post-game. I just played the campaign on PS4 and then I played it on Switch and then I played it on Xbox with, with some friends. I never actually, you know, did the season. So I don't know how this is balanced over there. But I don't know, hearing hearing this battle pass with tier skip in a $100 edition, like, I don't know. I don't feel like buying it. But I'll, yeah. I'll probably borrow it or something. And if it's good, I might buy it. But... Uh, I say that, but I'm playing Overwatch too. Like I was playing literally before joining this call right now with some mm. friends. So I thought mm. I'll just join for a few minutes. Yeah, I I don't know. It's um, it seems like it. I don't really have a problem with battle passes. Like like you know, uh, mm-hmm. the Call of Duty games does battle passes, and I kind of like paying you know ten bucks or whatever and having a bunch of shit to unlock and sometimes mm-hmm. do cool stuff, and that's fine to me. It's just a matter of like. I don't know Diablo. Like I think everyone just wants Diablo two again, and like those mm-hmm. those days are just gone. Where you went down to Egghead Software and spent forty bucks on a game that you could play for a decade and right. all that kind of stuff. Like those those days. Well, they also like remastered this. it, so have fun again. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Hades two. I'm excited for. Oh, yeah, Hades two yeah. looks sick. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We'll see. Not much more than a reveal trailer, I guess. I think. Yeah. Um, what else? What Death Stranding oh, Two? Final Fantasy Sixteen was also there. I forgot oh. about that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm I definitely have a hard time. That. Have a hard time caring about modern modern Final Fantasy games. Um, I already found someone who let me order that big edition to them in the U.S., so I'm good. Hmm. <laughs> what about <laughs> Carter? Carter was probably excited for Blood Bowl Three. 
Oh, oh, I, I, I missed that. I was going to say y'all haven't, you haven't mentioned my client's game. Crime boss, Rock A City. What the hell? No love. Oh, right. Yeah, that that I'm I'm curious. I think that game will either be extremely good or extremely bad with nothing in between, right? It's like <laughs> it looks to me where it's like so kind of like on the nose goofy that like yeah. if they nail that kind of like the Saints Rose games did, I think it'll be real fun. Yeah, I I felt the same. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, due to like timing, I didn't I didn't get to. Uh, well, there was a chance I could have had to work with Michael Madsen helping out. We had to, did some like interview stuff that day, but thankfully, uh, thankfully, one of our guys in L.A. came back from his honeymoon early to to handle all that. Otherwise, I it would have fallen on me. I'm I'm uh... kind of stoked to see like what a game with like this many like almost kind of vibes to me like like one of those wacky like summer action movies where they just get like a bunch of like big actors just because and everyone just kind of fucks around like the game equivalent of that seems like an interesting concept to explore so yeah i agree Uh i agree i don't know you said death stranding too yeah yeah i i want to see what they do with that and i think uh i think this one will will launch on ps5 and steam at the same time because the last one was like i think a six months or a year or something before it hit PC. I think this one will be on both at the same time, despite them not saying it right now. So yeah. we'll see. I still need but to play I see the first one. That. I should play it on Steam Deck. It yeah. plays on, well on Steam Deck, right? Yeah, yeah it it's, does. it's good. I just like, I don't know. I was playing it. It was just kind of like, mm, it's just kind of dumb. Like, but to me, it seems like the kind of... Uh, the game i prefer to just watch like a youtube video of all the cutscenes, maybe <laughs> um because like i don't know like the the gameplay gimmick of like a carry shit around from point a to point b and like manage your backpack and stuff like it's cool but after i did like a dozen or so missions i was like okay i, I see what you do here this is i don't know okay and mm-hmm. i, I kind of just got bored of it and put it down but um because there's no combat it's like all avoidance mm-hmm. or at least i didn't get to the point that you're able to actually fight no back. there is a quite a bit of combat uh, you can but, you but can then, eventually fight back on the ghost guys i i it depends on there's a lot of weird stuff with how they've structured the different chapters and stuff because the initial three or four i think if i remember correctly was just what you're saying because you have to just avoid as much as possible and yeah uh manage your inventory and just get from point a to point b and uh uh, did you try the director's cut or did you try the base game itself, if you remember? I don't know. Whatever one was on the Steam Deck is what I played. Both are there. <laughs> but because the, think... the, the director's cut added a lot more to the traversal and it added more of a lot of other stuff also. It was a very weird thing with how they... So on, on PlayStation, you had to install both games and do this upload from one game to the other. And I thought, you know, on PC, you'd just be able to access the save file. But... You needed to do the same thing, so Weird. Uh, I didn't want to download 150 GB on the Steam Deck to do this, so I borrowed my friend's laptop to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, I, you know, it seemed cool, I guess. I just kind of got bored of the like weird stealth avoidance gameplay. Yeah. I just, you like, should watch it on was... YouTube then, yeah. if you're not going to play it. You should. I mean, I'd like to but... play the second one, because, I don't know, people really like the first one, but it's just like one of these games where it's like, man, everyone I know says it's so good, and I'm just like not have a so sometimes things don't click yeah. yeah yeah but maybe i just need to play through it on like super easy mode and just run through it and call it a day and i don't know 
what do we uh what do we think about the steam deck in general because it seemed like um it had a lot of buzz all year and then it got a lot of like year-end like award type things for like best hardware and things like that best handheld or whatever like yeah what do you think the future holds for the steam deck like a a number two seems like pretty likely now but i don't know when or like let it kind of mellow a bit right i mean because it's still like people are still like buying steam decks right now and it would seem yeah kind of weird to release a second one anytime soon when there's like even remote levels of scarcity on the first one right like I the the way I could see it working is if they um come up with a revision and then drop the prices of the original, keep mm-hmm. selling it or something like that, and that wouldn't be a bad move to get more in people's hands. But um, I just think it's really interesting too that like it really has kind of it's got its quirks, but it really has kind of like revolutionized how people play PC games and yeah, gotten a lot yeah. of people that wouldn't know what to do with first thing about PC gaming can just pick this thing up. It loads into the Steam store and you download games and play them and with very little, you know, mucking around, um, which is kind of cool. I think that was like its big triumph or whatever, Um, because there's definitely other other like handheld PCs. Some are even more powerful and stuff. Um, No one really can can mess with the Steam Deck on price, though. Price for performance is insane. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I I maybe like see them doing the kind of like the the you know quote unquote like revisions nintendo has done with the switch where it's like, like a hey switch, like a steam deck light kind of like steam deck version you know 1.1 and the battery is a little bit better and the oh uh, like yeah yeah, yeah. hot you know mm-hmm. um, yeah they, they've done a few things like that already where they're like oh we weren't happy with the fans and we switched to a different yeah. fan and or or analog sticks or there's like two different uh providers of analog sticks or whatever and then you get the the people on like reddit and stuff they're like i tore mine apart how do i tell which analog sticks i have do I have the good ones or the bad ones or whatever yeah. and it's just like yeah, fine, so just play it. my steam deck was working perfectly before but i need to know if i have the bad one <laughs> i yanked every part out <laughs> yeah you saw that um, people doing that a lot with the fan where it was like i don't yeah. know i didn't notice any problem but i took it all apart here's the serial number like and now I have problems. Yeah. <laughs> and now it went back uh, together all fucked up. So yeah, I, I do hope though. I really hope that um it continues to be a popular thing. I hope they do release better revisions and uh maybe different size options. Um and I, I hope it's I something that, they... that Valve doesn't just decide to forget about. No, you I mean I think I, mean? I saw they shipped a million of them, right? So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, that seems like a big install base to just yeah say, all right, well, fuck it, we're over this, you know. Yeah, because I agree. I mean, right now, my Steam Deck is my my favorite. You know, other than like playing like piece real PC games on my PC, like it's my favorite platform yeah. to play games on right now. Yeah, yeah. And then like everybody's waiting for a Switch revision too. Which who knows? I don't even know if one will come this coming year. So or not. did you did you see the leak today? Which was uh, I think one no. of those uh, one of the Chinese forums which leaked the Switch Lite a few years ago. Uh, they posted the actual retail packaging and proper high resolution pictures of the special edition console for the new Zelda game. Hmm. And it's oh, just really? an OLED switch. It's just an OLED switch. Everyone said it, it's coming out in May. It has to be the new switch model. But yeah. this is it. This is, like, I don't believe these things usually because, you know, obviously you're going to have a ton of fakes, but this is, this would be the most convincing fake I've ever seen for Nintendo hardware if it actually mm. is fake. So, yeah. So yeah, like I saw that and I said, yep, everyone who was waiting to well, buy an OLED so yeah, it was did the Switch launch in 2016, right? 2017, 2017 March. So yeah, yeah, it's like um, 
man and they're still selling them and they've done very modest like revision versions there was the light and there I mean, was the, OLED. the they increased the price and they, the OLED <laughs> is $50 more and they haven't done a price drop on that at all no I mean they, they don't, don't have the black, to yeah, they don't have to because the they keep Friday selling one, and, yeah they don't the black Friday I can only imagine like overpriced switch with the old one so it's just hilarious well I could I could just imagine like their their manufacturing costs over the course of five years <laughs> how much they've dropped because yeah. component prices are the same or you know there's all the same components that just get cheaper and the process gets easier and um, they're probably just making so much money per unit, which is just nuts. But uh, it yeah, does it, it does kind of frustrate me. What's that? They're still kind of tricky to find. I mean, we bought uh, Lindsay yeah, bought one for nieces and nephews, and it like wasn't mm-hmm. like you know super. I mean, it wasn't a problem, but it wasn't like oh yeah, let me just go to Walmart and buy one. It was like oh Walmart doesn't have yeah. any. All right, let's check yeah. Target, and it had one. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I still have not um, seen a PS5 for purchase in the wild. Mm-mm. Still, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's pretty I mean, easy supposed to, to be more in stock, though, right? I, I don't know. I, I mean, not that I've like been trying to get one, but I, I like yeah. whenever I walk through the electronics bar, I'm like, oh, no, yeah, you have no PS5s. I got one. If you Xbox see one, will X. your will your impulse control will you um, get one? Maybe. Yeah, it, de- it so definitely it can... would be on the table if I saw yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, this um, I'm looking at this Zelda edition right now. It does. It's just an OLED, huh? Interesting. I mean. I don't know why rock the boat, I guess, if you're them. But um, I mean, it's problematic for game developers because like, you know, our like Nick Cart's game and stuff like it was a lot Mm -hmm. of work to get running on the switch because like the expectation now is that like a game should just come out on everything. Right. So it's like on one hand, you've got like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, which are super powerful. And you got Mm -hmm. the switch, which is like a eight year old Android tablet, more or less, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which is uh, hard for developers to deal with, but. We need I'm not a big fan of like cloud versions either. Wait, what, what'd you say? We need you to get Death Stranding on Switch. Chop chop. Mm. Look, I'll, hey. I'll put in. A, I'll put in a good word. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the concerning thing to me is like how uh, those online streaming versions are just like acceptable to people. Apparently, like yeah. it's, like when I saw I that, like that at all. I don't remember what the first one that came out was, but I was like, oh man, people are gonna be pissed about this because it's gonna be like a bad experience and everything else. And then mm-hmm. it just kept releasing them. And yeah, I think Sean them. Sean actually played uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the one which came out last year. He played it on Switch through cloud streaming, and he told me it worked fine for him with yeah. his mm-hmm. internet. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess if it works, so, I, I wouldn't I'm pay for that. that. I'm not going to pay like sixty dollars for a for a stream no. game. Like, That's I'd rather crazy. do that on Xbox when that shows up over here. I'm surprised yeah. the price for those streaming games is way lower because of that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you own nothing other than the rights to yeah. access this on a streaming service, which could go away tomorrow. Yeah, and on a single device, not even you know, like if you buy it, you can stream it on. Your your yeah. PC or your phone is literally just paying sixty dollars for the Switch version, so not happening. Anyway, I think I should uh, log off. So glad Hi, I could join in for a few minutes. Happy New Bye. Year! Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. Yeah. Have a good one, Mikhail. See ya. Um. Uh. But yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll see when they release a new Switch because I I would have put money on like are right, they're they're they must be releasing a new model with this new Zelda, right? Like it just seems. Mm-hmm insane to think that they, they wouldn't uh, you know like I, yeah. but here we are what can, well what it's can weird do? too because then it's you have what a hundred million units sold already and then what do you do for those people if you come out with something that 
things can't run on the old model or whatever. I mean, it's not like a problem that hasn't come up all throughout yeah, the history just, of video games or anything, but you know, still it's like, I think their the thing breaks. is like, yeah. Yes, I mean, that's yeah. how it works, you know? That's true. That's true. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't, it I wouldn't surprise me if there was like backwards compatibility with the old stuff, but forwards compatibility, I think would be tricky. To some extent, there should be some backwards. Yeah. Yeah, there should be. Um, but I, uh, it's weird too for me because like I'm so into Switch for so long and it was like my main favorite console or whatever. And then ever since Steam Deck, I barely turned oh, it yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, this, um, the Switch is so shitty compared to the Steam Deck. It's the kind of kind of unbelievable, right. you know? Well, it's really, uh, at this point, too, and, like, I was also, like, hardcore follow the eShop sales and stuff like that, buy things when they're on sale. I have a 300-game backlog on Switch or something like that, and it's, like, um, I don't even care about any of that stuff now. <laughs> Most of that stuff I can also have on Steam, and I'd rather have on Steam. And so, like, the Switch to me is sort of, like, I'm hanging on to that for Nintendo first party stuff. And like, that's sort of it. Yeah. Um, which, uh, I don't know. I guess that's, that's the way it is, but I, I don't know that I would like rush out to buy a switch too. Like I'd, it would probably get the best of me just cause I want to buy new things, but yeah, for, for know. me, like it would have to be like, like what probably would have gotten me to buy it is like, if there was this new Zelda and it was significantly better on the new switch, you know, like then I'd be yeah. like, okay, all right, cool. But well, they, they've, know. they have a history too of, um, releasing new zeldas on the cusp of new hardware right. too well and yeah the, fair enough. the zeldas on the old platform but it's also on the new platform and it's better in certain ways or whatever so um it wouldn't like surprise me i mean too you know it wouldn't i, I one thing that probably would get me to buy it too is if it was like hey guess what this runs all your old switch games instead of being 720p at like 30 frames per second it's like 1080p yeah. and a solid 60 then i'd be like that oh, would man, be cool okay i'm yeah i would oh, probably upgrade for that yeah um because um, there's a lot of first party stuff that's like good but mm -hmm. i don't know like when you're used to playing something at like 60 frames on the steam deck and like going mm -hmm. to the like herky jerky kind of switch is mm -hmm. kind of like yeah, this sucks yeah yeah so yeah but even um even uh breath of the wild was a weird one too because that was on wii u also mm -hmm. I think everybody seems to forget that because they think of it as a switch game and like the switch seller because it was like a launch title but um, it was also on Wii U and just as good. Like, I think, could it have been better if they had been developed just for the Switch? I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, the the, the frustrating part is, like, if, if even if Nintendo released, like, a Switch Pro next year, it's not like it would be, like, some serious, like, cutting-edge hardware. It would be, like, a <laughs> iPhone 12. <laughs> right? You know? I know. I know. That would be, uh, I don't know. I'm definitely curious to see what the path of the Switch ends up being, like, what they're yeah. going to do next or whatever. I mean, the, you know, the thing, the thing, too, is that, you know, like, there's, there's, you know, there's nerds like us that care about this stuff, but, you know, the Switch is selling fucking gangbusters to people like my mm -hmm. Lindsay's nieces and nephews that just want to play Mario Kart. They don't care. Right. Yep. Like, like to them, it's, it does everything they want it to do. It plays no idea what model they Mario have or Kart. anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't care. All they know yeah, is like, oh, yeah. cool. We have green Joy Cons. That's neat. Right. Yeah. You know? We're, we're outliers, I think, for sure. Yeah. Um, so well, what else, know. guys? What else do you want to say? The last show of the year. Yeah, we have Carter. What's going Carter, on, Carter? We got uh, we got Tennessee Volunteers season tickets for next season. Oh, oh, cool! I see your hat. It only took three years. Was there like yeah. a waiting list or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's it was weird how it worked out. It was like uh, you know, put in a request for them to contact mm -hmm. me about season tickets when we first moved down here, mm -hmm. and um, 
you know, that someone finally just called me and was like, Hey, we got a few left. Do you want it? I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Cause you just like, cause the crazy thing is, um, I don't know if most stadiums are like this, most college stadiums, but like ours, it's like a hundred, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, like mostly sold out with season ticket holders. Right. So mm-hmm. if you want, if you don't have season tickets and you want to go to a, a Vols game, you have to pay mm-hmm. whatever blood price on stuff <laughs> up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't yeah. go to any, we haven't gone to any games because like they're so expensive, you know, like so mm. season tickets for every game in the season is like 500 bucks a piece, right? Um, Yikes. The game that we were looking at going to was 250 bucks each for just like wow. one ticket. Wow. So um, I don't know. It seems wacky that like they've created this weird ecosystem of just like extreme price gouging because like none of that money yeah. goes back to the school or anything right. it's going in like yeah Ticketmaster's pocket and like right. head's pocket and uh-huh. dub hub that i guess Ticketmaster also owns like you know that's a uh, fees and yeah that's a uh industry that's ripe for disruption they need well, some sort of disruption what's funny uh i guess we'll see what happens with um the the outrage surrounding like the Taylor Swift tickets, I feel like mm-hmm. is maybe the best chance that we have for something to happen yeah. with this because like it was nuts, man. Like it seems like everyone I know is a Taylor Swift fan on on mm-hmm. some level. And the amount of people I knew she announced that like insane tour that's like stopping at mm-hmm. like every city in the United States, like with multiple shows most mm-hmm. nights or most weeks and stuff. And it's like I, I knew all these people on Facebook that were like trying to get tickets. None of them did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they're all available on StubHub for like thousand bucks a piece, you know? Right. Yeah. Something wrong about that. Which yeah. seems pretty wacky. I mean, like, I don't know who's actually even able to buy tickets if it's, yeah, I guess, bots and yeah stuff. So I don't know. Well, the bots will enjoy the show. But, um, uh, but yeah, so well, it's me... coming to Dallas, uh, Dallas weekend of my birthday. If y'all want to make a make a big weekend of it, we can go, we can go oh, pay Ticketmaster's blood fees and yeah, here, sell, actually, sell, sell our kidneys. Kidneys, uh, we can go watch some baseball then we can go watch it go go make the the journey across the the at&t stadium parking lot to go see taylor swift how about that nice that sounds good actually all right so uh you know any before i click this any guesses on what tickets cost on StubHub for this dallas show march friday march 31st 899 or... uh going uh going 1200 bucks uh, let's see we're gonna need three tickets uh, the <laughs> shittiest seat in the house is four hundred and four dollars. Yikes! Okay, so so I, I I can technically say I'm right because uh, three tickets, four hundred eight, twelve hundred. That is like oh, math, the math genius is logged on. <laughs> the top row of the far corner where you can't see the stage is actually behind the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Oh. God. Yeah. They're they're probably selling. Perfect. Yeah. The seats for you. Like, do you want to legally be in the same address as Taylor Swift? Yeah. Four hundred bucks. Um. But yeah. So anything below like the the top tier is a thousand bucks a piece. Dang man. The three hundred level. Man, I like me some T Swift, but not that much. How about the front row tickets? One thousand eight hundred eighty nine. Uh, to get on the floor. That seems reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, at, that, at a certain point, you're like, well, look, if I'm in for like, uh, yeah, I'm in right. for, for three digits, you know, yeah. it's not that much of a of a leap to go to go down to the floor, like you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to... I guess, man, this is just. 
I don't know. All right, let's see what they have. Tickets uh, that go up to, uh, I guess they seem like they cap out at about $4,000. So, 4000 Wow. Yeah, that gets you on the club level. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what the face value of these were, but I feel like it's nowhere near 400 bucks. So no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just noticed this, Eli, your video stream. You have some sort of Mountain Dew case in the background or something oh, like that. It's yeah. set up that looks I, like a watermark of like you're sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, did, did you not <laughs> see the photo I posted of like me? Oh, you have a pyramid the, of Mountain Dew? The throne of Dew. Yeah, because like so I play Call of Duty with Brad, right? And he uh-huh. uh wanted a uh, there was like double XP in Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Uh or double XP tokens you get, you know, to get double experience gain in the game. And oh, uh, he was buying Mountain Dew and just dumping it down the drain. I was like, dude, I will go buy it for you and just give you the codes. Like, I actually drink Mountain Dew. So, <laughs> so I've got oh, that's so awesome. the ton of Mountain Dew that is now just sitting around my house. I miss Brad. Um, yeah, so, that's hilarious. Yeah. But well, let me uh, let me talk about a few touch arcade things because that's why we're all here, right? Sure. Um, so we got a bunch of best of the year stuff going up this week. Most of it's already been up a couple more things before. Well, by the time you listen to this, everything should be posted except best games of the year and game of the year. Those two things are TBD because uh, my life's a mess. Um, But Mikhail and Sean have been pumping out a bunch of cool stuff um, for switch and steam. Um, So if you haven't, you're listening to this now, um, scroll back through the week of new stuff on the front page um and uh find a bunch of good switch and steam deck games um sean in particular had a hidden gems article that was seemed to be quite popular with people um because actually him and mikhail i think worked on it together but they did some serious deep cuts and i read through it and i was like dang man there's some cool sounding games in here that i did not know about so um and then hopefully by uh by i don't know next week We'll have a game of the year sorted out. It's kind of a mess. I mean, we've been talking in um, you know, our our back end chat or whatever about like what to even do because there's like um Netflix, like where does Netflix stuff fall? And then there's like Apple Arcade, like is that its own thing? Um, I think last year we did iPhone game, iPad game, Apple Arcade game, or something like that. Well, all, yeah, and um, you know, a lot of these award shows are doing like wacky shit like best ongoing game and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know how things are going to shake out with what what those are. But um, it's also like last year, it felt really right to do an iPhone specific game and then an iPad specific game. because so there was like Divinity Original Sin is iPad only. And it's like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, but this year, I'm like, what was iPad only that was really like up there? Or whatever, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what we'll end up doing for that. But um, hopefully you will have some best of the year stuff to cap things off. Um, it might trickle out next week. I don't know. The January is so dead always anyway. So we'll see what happens. But right now, as of this week, there's a bunch of um, other Switch and Steam Deck best of stuff. And then I think going forward, we're going to keep doing Steam Deck reviews and stuff. Um, actually, I had Chris, our uh, backend developer guy, um, figure out how to get like he's figuring out how to get like steam icons to show up on the front page and stuff so it looks a little more official um to go alongside like the ios reviews um i guess you take for granted that 
things that like Apple's like API can do for you, pulling info and, mm, and yeah, images yeah. and stuff from like app links that Steam doesn't quite have. But um, yeah, I think we're going to keep going hard into uh, Steam Deck stuff in this coming year too, which makes me happy. Cool. So yeah. Um, so let's wrap things up. Sound good to you guys? Yeah, I need Carter's prediction for the Orange Bowl. I got I got DraftKings open right now, Carter. Let's go. Where am I putting okay. all on Okay, okay. What? Uh, all right. So what is? Uh, let's let's take a look. I have done. The We're either going to Taylor Swift year. together or not, depending on yeah, how yeah. this shakes yeah. out. <laughs> let's see. So all right. So orange. Who is in the Orange Bowl? Is that ten- Tennessee playing in that? Tennessee versus Clemson. Clemson, Tennessee. Okay. Let's do it. I like to check. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Jeff. Sa- I don't know how you pronounce it. Sagarin? Sagarin? No, he does I, a bunch of like uh, advanced analytics. And that's have you heard like of a little chair. site called barstoolsports.com? <laughs> yes. <Uh-oh. laughs> so let's see. So Sagarin had his predictor stat has Tennessee favored to win by about, about six. What's the line on the uh, Tennessee plus four? Tennessee what, plus four is what uh, wait, Tennessee. Wait, Tennessee plus four. Oh, I'm sorry. You the you the money line odds is plus one fifty on Tennessee to win. Shit, no, yeah, go Tennessee. Yeah, with that, I mean, I I think that Clemson might be a bit underrated because they finally ditched uh their their quarterback for like their freshman the freshman who's a lot better. But but yeah, but based on uh based on what I'm seeing here, that seems like easy money. I'm gonna go uh go uh not call my bookie. And not have him put put money down because gambling is illegal. Uh, you guys you degenerate. Oh, you don't have DraftKings in in Texas. That's surprising. Yeah, and look, look, Texas. We we don't have we don't have we don't have gambling. You get the Delta Eight weed stuff. You can't get actual weed. So you know, hmm. <laughs> you do. What do you do? You, you die. You die. You hope it doesn't freeze in the winter, and you and you you, you try. Uh, not how to about? Die. Over... Why do you live there? <laughs> the barbecue? <laughs> well, so, yeah, the Mexican the... food's good down here. Family down here. But why do you think I'm trying to get the hell out? Total yeah. points. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go get high and gamble somewhere. Yeah. Total points. No, don't we all? Carter over under sixty point five. A college always take the over. How about the spread plus four or minus four? This is plus four Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ten- yeah. Take Tennessee based Tennessee on the... plus four uh we'll do the over and we'll do the money line uh as a parlay how about that we'll call it are you actually able to do that because i tried doing like a money line and and spread one as a parlay once and i don't think it let me do it uh um yeah you can in draft games i believe okay wow yeah see i got plus 390 on that right now okay I can't wait to see how this all turns out. Oh uh, yeah, now my stone cold lock of the week is is yeah, uh, Tennessee so that's for, on hundred bucks. If, that's a payout of four hundred ninety dollars. I'll buy you a Taylor Swift ticket, Carter. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go, we'll go share one Taylor Swift ticket of this parlay. Well, no, we just we'll just send you. We'll just send you, and you can uh, Facetime yeah. us. Okay. That sounds good. We'll be good to go. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll have an update on how this all shakes out uh, in our next next exciting episode yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, we'll, maybe, maybe. maybe we can turn this into like a gambling podcast full time <laughs> i'm fine with that maybe i'm fine with that 
Look, Anything look, but get, iOS look, games. Look, look, I want to get y'all some DraftKings sponsors. They throw they throw around the money. Why can't we have that's you know, very you know true. get uh, you know put down five dollars, you get one hundred fifty dollars of free bets and DraftKings promo oh code Touch Arcade. Let's make I've this heard, happen. We could be the new John Boys. I've the John Boys of iPhone gaming. Uh, <clears throat> actually, I don't know if it's chat, but or uh, mybookie.com or whatever. I think is the one that whatever one it is. I feel like I've heard their ad like six thousand times uh, <laughs> in the last month or so. But uh, but yeah, all right. Code Touch Arcade. And you have to add in all kinds of caveats of you know like what's cool so cool about DraftKings is their customer support so good. If you lose, you just call them and they say sorry and your money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't give your money back, but they will say sorry. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll <clears throat> drive this bus off into the uh, into the parking sunset. lot of the Taylor Swift concert in. Dallas, Texas. Well, this bus converted to an RV for maximum tailgate potential before the concert. That's a good. Actually, that's what we'll do. We'll send Carter in, and we'll just tailgate in the parking lot. I like that idea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Uh, It's nice to be back. Uh, Thanks for hanging around after we missed a a month's worth of shows due to uh, all the craziness. But back in my house, 2023 is looking like it'll be more rock solid for. Uh, the old Jeremeister to be able to record more consistently. And um, thanks to everyone who is uh, supporters on Patreon. Thank you for uh, supporting us this year and sticking with us. Still probably our, our number one source of income that keeps Touch Arcade going. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how things shake out with the end of the year coming too, to see if we're uh, in the red yet or not and see if Touch Arcade continues to survive or not. So um, I, I'd like to find some more Patreon cool stuff to do to get more people to sign up for our thing. I've been woefully neglecting that. Um, so if anybody has any cool ideas of stuff they'd like to see on Patreon, some exclusive uh, content ideas or anything like that, I'm always all ears for that. But for those who are our patrons, thank you very much for supporting us this year. Uh, and then thanks for all our regular listeners for listening to us all year um it's been a wild one for me i've been out a whole year of being out of my house so it's kind of surreal to even be back getting things back to normal feels like the year didn't happen for me in a lot of ways it's kind of strange but you're just living inside of a simulation maybe i don't know um but anyway um thanks again for listening to the touch arcade show episode number 547 because i don't think i even said that to start the show and um we'll be back with another episode of touch arcade show hopefully by next week see ya, see ya.